Welcome back, everybody, to another episode oh, of... Oh, man, I'm not prepared, man. Ollie, are you ready to start the show? No, man, I only watched the movie, like, like an hour ago. I'm not ready, man. You're not the alien guy. Stop pretending. Man, man, there's, there's not enough time. We're in, a, we're in an elevator down to hell and we're going down or something. You're not the alien guy. You didn't uh, even get the yeah, quote right. Yeah, it's game over, man. Sit down, it's we game need to record over. this. Man, there's spoilers in the show, man. Don't listen to the show if you haven't seen Alien. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ignorance Is This, a podcast all about a different way of experiencing cinema, with little to no knowledge about it beforehand. My name is Scott Martin, and sitting opposite me is the man who refreshes the parts that other beers cannot reach, Oliver Deer. A known alcoholic beverage, am I? Yeah. Oliver me, the beer. I could tell you what... Uh, what beer that that tagline comes from, <laughs> but I'll wait until we get officially sponsored by them. Beer. You're a craft, great, I'm crafty. How are we doing today? We're doing pretty well. It's pretty hot here in the studios. Yeah, it's not even like nice out. Yeah, it's like overcast. It's like but hot it's wind. Yeah, the worst flavor of wind. Don't like it at all. In my opinion, yeah. I'm wearing jeans, tight jeans. Ooh, no good. Got a refreshing beverage to uh to cool me down though. Mm. Sponsored by. Let's uh, not say. <laughs> anchovy liquid. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, usually I'll have a thought prepared, Scott. Oh, yeah. Have a thought that I've been thinking on. Just don't like the sound of now, this. Now, the other day, we were watching a movie, which is what we're going to talk about today. Alien and <gasps> and its sequel. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And I noticed a pet peeve. However, I came to realise it's not something I actually dislike. It's not a pet peeve I think is bad, so it's not really a peeve. Yeah. But, so it's more like an observation. So here is the new segment. Uh, oh, brand new. Yeah. An exclusive. Yeah. Sorry, do your theme again. Na, 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 do my eyes deceive me? It's Oliver's observations. All right. It's Oliver's observations. Good day and welcome to another episode <laughs> of Oliver's observations. I've observed something this week, Scott. There's been an observation happen. <laughs> And now yeah. we're here to discuss it. Let's talk about it. All right, it. I want to set the scene. I'm going to give you a little example. Yeah. So you have previously very wronged me. Oh. Okay, let's say like a week ago, we got in a big argument. I was telling you that, no, Scott, I don't like pineapple on pizza, right? And then you're saying you do like pineapple on pizza, blah, blah, blah. Let's say we got very infuriated with each other to the point we were throwing pizza at each other. And we got our clothes dirty. Uh, mm. See, that's that's pretty bad. That's you know that's quite an angry fight. Where are you going with this? Um, and then let's say the next day, it came out from a science article saying, pizza, uh, pineapple on pizza is a bad thing. It is proven scientifically once and for all that it's bad. Okay. Let's say that. Let's, so let's say just... that that uh, not real publication exists. Okay. Let's say that that exists. And basically what's just happened is you've been proved wrong in a massive argument and you now kind of over the week have been feeling a bit bad about what you've done to me and that I was right all along. So let's say we come to this podcast session and I walk into the room and it's the first time we've spoken in a long time. Now, what are you going to say to me? I wouldn't. I, I don't want you to put your own feelings in this because I know you'll just tell me off for trying to... <laughs> trying to do this argument thing. I know you do like pineapple and pizza and that's fine. But let's just say let's just say you did feel bad and you did you realize you were wrong. Yeah. What would you say as I walk in the room? Hey man, I just Forget I... it. Forget it. And it's fine. You, and then you turn around. That's my pet observation, Scott. Is when <laughs> 
is when there's conflict between character. Only a three-minute build-up to that. <laughs> there's conflict between character and they need to just quickly move along. They need to solve it. Oh. It's just like they'll go to apologize and instead of having that full conversation, it would just be, hey, listen, man, forget it. Yeah. And then they move on and the problem is solved. I think there might be something that's very close to that in my actual pet peeve oh, wow. folder in my notes somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. It happens in a lot of things. And I thought, is that a pet peeve that they do that? And yeah. they don't. But then I think, no, it's not really. I'd rather they didn't have that conversation. I would rather that they just move along with the plot. It's kind of annoying that I notice it, I guess. Yeah, but it's a pet peeve that they use that one method of, of carrying it's on. A, it's a trope. But it's at the same time, it's just like, hey, we need... This is there is big conflict between these two characters, and it, in real life, it would take a long time to solve this. But we're just going to have the character say, "Forget it, man," and they're taking sort of the higher ground, saying like, "Just forget it, man. I'm being the better person here, and I'm not going to make you apologize." But we both accept that we can move on from here, and that you're wrong. Okay. So that- that's that's my pe- that's my Oliver's observation. Do the theme again. I can't believe my eyes. It's all of his observations. Cool. Yeah. That was a good thought, Ollie. Thanks, man. It's an observation, but okay. That was a good observation that you saw with your eyes and you listened with with your ears. Speaking of listening to things with your ears, how about we go and play one of your favorite songs of right now? Okay. Ollie, for the first time... In ignorance is this history, baby. We're doing a double episode, kind a of a double duo episode. A the uh, big dude. Yeah, it's another big dude episode. Guys, the dude is back. <laughs> the dude is massively back. Yeah. What do you call it when it's a double screening at a movie? Oh, a double screening. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's that's what this episode is. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we actually watched um as the mill. Uh, I think they were the millennials that named these movies because it was. The, it was Alien yeah. and then Alien S. Oh, yeah. So they've sort of gone the iPhone route with mm. the naming conventions of this one. Hey, did you know that um, an actual an actual thing, yeah. we're just messing around, but yeah. an actual thing, producers of of uh, big big things like cars or phones or whatever, they'll put an, an X in their title. Yeah, sure. Because it makes people think of sex. Oh. It's true. You get, an, you get into a car and it's an SX. Baby, you're saying the word sex, and you're thinking oh, about yeah. that subconsciously. You're thinking about that, it and that's what makes head. you want to buy it. Yeah, it's true, because everyone wants some more sex. <laughs> <laughs> some SX. Some yes. SX. All yes. right, yeah, so we watched um, the first Alien movie. Yeah. And we also watched Aliens. Yes. I watched Alien um, a couple weeks ago, because um, it was actually part of a school thing. Yeah. I was forced to watch it. And you will. Um, I was as ignorant as ever. I had no idea really what to expect other than I knew that it was a bit scary. Uh-huh. And um, also for a school thing, I thought I'd double up um, work and play. Yeah. And uh, work being another assignment in which I'm going to be talking about Aliens, uh, the, the sequel, professionally. Uh-huh. So I thought I'd better watch it. And because I'm just as ignorant about that film as I was the first, let's double it up for a big old episode of Iggy's. The double. The double dooge. Yeah, the double um, dooge. I also watched Aliens with you last night. Yeah, hell yeah. My context for Aliens, we assume that I've usually always seen all of the movies that I get you to watch. Yeah. But I I realised last night that I've never seen Aliens. And because I watched the first one so long ago, I wasn't sure if I'd seen both or just the one. Okay. So I hadn't, I haven't actually seen Aliens before, but b- 
because I've like always read the synopsises of them or anytime there's discussion, I'll read it because I always thought I'd seen it. Yeah, cool. So I, st- I still knew pretty much everything that happened except for maybe the final act of Alien, Ooh, Aliens. The best bit. Yeah, it was the best bit. Um, And I rewatched the first Alien movie today just as a refresher and I realized I'd definitely seen seen the first one yeah because cool. i remembered a lot of this one once i'd um seen it um the only other one i've seen is actually i've seen alien vs predator mm-hmm. <laughs> and i've seen uh prometheus mm. and my millennial opinion is that i actually liked prometheus cool. when i know a lot of people don't really like it yeah have you seen Alien Covenant? No, I haven't Is seen that the that name one. of the other one? Haven't seen it. I, I'm excited for to watch it. I, I also think that I will go in on it yeah. after watching uh, these two. From what I understand, people thought it was similar to Prometheus, like had some issues, but I would be happy to watch it. So are the xenomorphs in Prometheus? I don't think... Oh, it's just set in the same world. There is a, I believe there's a baby xenomorph in Prometheus, but not full grown ones. Like a, there's something else. Like a face hugger, or like a. Yeah, I think there's a face hugger. Yeah. Okay. I, I believe so. I, I want to start this off. I wrote this note. Um, speaking of Alien and Predator. Yeah. Um, this is how little I knew about aliens. Yeah. I know what the xenomorphs looked like. Yeah. But if you presented that to me and said, "Is this alien or predator?" Oh wow! I wouldn't be able, like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to confidently answer which one that was. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, not confidently. <laughs> but like, I've I've always seen that design, obviously, because yeah, it's everywhere. It's a big design. Yeah, and it's awesome. Yeah. It's a great. I mean, design. they both technically they're both alien species. I'm pretty sure. Sure. Um, I've actually never so it seen have been predator. Alien versus alien. Yeah. Or, or xenomorph versus predator. Yeah. Why did they fuck this up? <laughs> it's weird. Growing up, I I always heard of Alien vs Predator as the first. It was the first time I've ever heard of it. I didn't understand there were their own franchises beforehand. Oh, so that would have been quite a big of a deal yeah. for you to realize that. And then my mum was like, "Hey, you should watch Alien. It's like it's a horror. It's this scary one." And I was like, "What do you? What? <laughs> now, I don't want to watch how, that." <laughs> how old were you when your mum was recommending for you to watch Alien? Oh, like ten to twelve. Sandy, <laughs> <laughs> I watched The Shining at about ten. Wow, that's actually... I still haven't seen that. Oh, that's something I yeah. want to jump she, in on soon. Mum said it was the scariest movie she'd ever seen. And that actually lowered, well, heightened my expectations. And mm. it wasn't as scary because... Well, I mean, it's not dated, but it wasn't. it's not scary by today's standards. But I, I was genuinely terrified when, the first time I watched Alien. Um, yeah, that was, that was a scary experience. And I noted here, did Alien scare you? Did Alien? Yeah. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, it actually did have a... Good jump scare in it. There was it was a lot scarier than the second one. Yeah, is what sure I was. would say. The second one had more like clearer looks at the alien and like yeah. it's more like in depth with like what the actual species is. Yeah. But in terms of like actually being a thriller horror movie, the first one was way scarier. Yeah. Did you know what genre both of the films were before you watched them? Not until you told me before I watched them. Ah, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but I. Uh, <laughs> It was after I had seen the first Alien. Right. With, yeah. And then I was expecting the second one to be like that. And you said it's a bit more action-y. Yeah. Bit more, the second uh, one's... A bit more military. Yeah. And it was, wasn't it? Very much so. Very much an action film with aliens as the bad guys. It was very Marines. Yeah. I think they did the right thing doing that. Yep. Like, they didn't just re- do a rehash of the first one. You know, get a bigger spaceship. Maybe get a three aliens at this time. Yeah. But no, they were like, no, let's go balls to the wall. Let's literally load up with an alien nest. 
but let's also just bring more humans to fight them off. And I think I wonder if the the sequels are considered. I know that they are for the most part considered worse than the first two. Yeah. And I have to wonder if that's because how else can you really go beyond that? Yeah. Like how how can you really amp things up other than here here is the first time that you see the alien so that's scary mm. and the second time is baby we got a nest we got a queen we got actual like more jump scares and stuff yeah. like that then the third one really what can you do other than like i don't know, know the plot exactly. synopsis for the third one which is directed by mr fincher his first debut film mm. i think that's a, that's a massive debut to, yeah to jump on after aliens yeah <laughs> they um, must have had some pretty uh i would assume that you know, if you want to go bigger and bolder, you'd have to go. The aliens have their own fleet of ships mm. that are fighting with a human fleet of ships, or something like that. Yeah. If I wanted to go bigger and bolder, I would have went with the Rock. The Rock. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The Rock Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's always a good person to add to your sequels. Yeah. And make them bigger and bolder. Uh, he's much bigger and much bolder <laughs> than anyone else in Hollywood, I think. Yeah, he sure is. <laughs> Um, I had a couple of other questions for you. Okay. So what surprised you about both films when you watched them? Like, based on your preconceptions, mm-hmm. well, first, what were your preconceptions and what surprised you or really subverted when you were watching them? All right. So my preconceptions for the first one was I knew what the Xenomorph looked like. Yeah. But again, I didn't know until I saw it that that was the design that I've known my whole life. Right. So... I didn't know that this was the design from the Alien movies. I so, just saw that that I knew that that was a monster from some franchise. And when I saw it, I was like, "Ah, oh, Aliens! It's right. from this one." Okay. So when you first saw the Xenomorph, and that's in the first one, it's actually the the full size Xenomorph is when it's hanging. It's yeah. actually up in the rafters, and it's not moving at all. Yeah. And you don't, no one chilling. even knows it. You just know it's there. Mm. So when you saw that, we like, ah, that's I, the thing. Yeah, I was like, that's the thing. Um, the other preconceived ideas expectations that i had was that it was from the early 80s so i wasn't expecting it to look as good as it did yeah it looks really good it looks really good and i don't know i don't know if the movie that i saw with the with the cohort was on blu-ray or if it's been like digitally re-altered yeah but if it looked like that in in the early 80s then that would have blown people away and i know that a massive part of of this franchise in general especially well for the expectation, the very first movie that they had was, hey, check out this alien ship set that we built. Yeah. Oh, and it yeah. is crazy. Like, it looks massive. They've really amped up, like, how tiny the people look in comparison to everything else yeah. when they go into that ship. It looks all really good, with the one exception being, like, an exterior shots of the... Sp- not even the spaceship. The general spaceship looks kind of good. But when they're going into the the shuttle escape pod... It's sort of got this black lines around it where you can oh, see they've sort of, right. uh, you know, green screened out the rest of the windows to look like they're in space. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing was that it was a lot scarier than what I was expecting it. Yeah, the first one, definitely. Not even not even because uh, I just assumed that, you know, it's a franchise that's kind of gone off into be more of a action-y kind of, you know, balls-to-the-walls franchise. Yeah. Not only that, but because of the fact it was from the 80s, I wasn't expecting it to get me this good yeah. still in 2017. Like, you know, I know all the tropes. I've seen horror movies before. Yeah. I knew that, you know, the music's going to dim and then it's going to jump out or it won't jump out and then the character will turn around and then it will be there. Yeah. But it still got me. I think it, it might have got you also because there wasn't actually a lot of music in the first Alien. 
and I think that's why we watched it in the class. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a lot to do. It was I had it was like um, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, in which the soundtrack wasn't so recognized and so yeah. massive, but it was all to do with sound effects. Yeah, you know, it's got that heartbeat monitor thingy that constantly is beeping throughout the uh, the tense scenes. Yeah, the big jump scare moment I thought was good in Alien, and it got me even when I was just watching it before was when they're in the air ducts and they're on their, on, on their little heartbeat sensor. You total baby. <laughs> on their little heartbeat sensor, you can see the alien is getting closer. Yeah. But you're not sure what level it's on because he's sort of climbing up and down. Mm-hmm. And so he decides, it's like, it's getting closer to you, it's getting closer to you. So he climbs downward, but he but then when he gets down, it's sort of the alien comes out of the shadow yeah, once there. he reaches the bottom. Ooh. Yeah. And that was, a, that was a good scare. And I'm pretty sure there was no music in the scene, so it's entirely built up with the music and just the intent like the cutting yeah and that's how they built momentum if you if you don't have the the crescendoing score yeah and then the dropout and then the scare if you if you get rid of that score then you don't know when that dropout yeah in, in quotations happens exactly it could just come out at any point so yeah so alien are you do you think that it holds up in 2017 um i would say yeah it in terms of what it looks like it really holds up, especially like watching that one last night, Alien S. I, I kind of forgot for a while that this was made 20 years ago. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So this was, you know, this is, it just looked like it had been released recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot that it, I thought, oh, this is a sequel and this is made long after the first one was made. But no, it hasn't. It was only a couple, a couple years after the first one was made, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let me double check that. But yeah. Also, you said 20 years. It's not even that. It's 30 years wow, ago. Wow, 30 years ago. And I Early guess the, the Blu-ray copy that we watched helped, I, I think. But yeah, it was really, really well done in terms of what it looked like. The first yep. Alien movie was in 79. Okay. And Aliens was in 84, I think. But yeah, like that's late 70s. It's not yeah. even in the 80s that we've been talking about. 80. Whoa, Aliens came out in 86. Wow. A long time afterwards. Right, okay. <laughs> so in terms of what it looks like, I think it holds up fine. Um... I think, though, because the formula has been copied so often, that's where it's like, that's not something that's its fault. Mm -hmm. It's just because it's been replicated and changed so often over the years. We've had lots of things that are good or just as good, but they've they've been similar in ways. And because we've seen it before, it Mm -hmm. hasn't. Because one of my favorite genres, horror movies where females end up kicking the ass and ass of the bad guy and subverting everyone's expectations and just being a total badass. Hell yeah. And my second favorite, well, my other favorite genre is just like sci-fi on a spaceship. <laughs> so you'd think like, oh, this movie, Alien, the first Alien, is going to be bloody awesome because that's exactly what's happening. But I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, I'd seen this before. It was using, you know, it was using the very raw sort of tropes of, of the time or like it was new for the time. But all of those things have been used in recent movies, but then they've sort of done things to them to change them. Sure. So in terms of predictability, I thought it was kind of predictable. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but like I I still liked it. I just don't think it was... For for my experience, it's not an original thing for me to watch, if yeah. you understand yeah, that, because yeah, yeah. I've seen things like it before. We, we talked about that briefly in the Silence of the Lambs yeah. episode as well, where you have to kind of give it the benefit where... To us now, it seems like, well, of course that's going to happen. But at the time, that was mind-blowing. Like, uh, yeah, you can't... It's not the movie's fault. It's just time's fault. And everyone else's fault for copying and yeah. changing it a little <laughs> just, bit different. Just make something different, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sick of all these sequels. <laughs> you know, I'm sick of all these sequels and these reboots. 
Another thing I would want to... That's why I love Baby Driver. <laughs> yeah, so original. It, it was. That's not sarcasm. It sounded like it. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you, did you know that all the characters from the first Alien movie die besides Ripley? No. Okay. So you were probably in a little bit more suspense of disbelief than I was this morning because I knew they all perished. Yeah. Now, Well, now that you've mentioned that, I really had to think about it because my very limited knowledge of Aliens, the franchise... I just know that the the real only link is the Xenomorph monsters and Ripley. Yeah, okay. So I don't think I... It was so like, well, well, they're most likely going to stay. There's probably going to be a happy ending. That wasn't in my head, but yeah. I also wasn't thinking, just bloody, bloody TikTok characters. Jesus Christ, yeah. you're going you're gonna to be off in only 40 minutes. Why don't you just get to it? I yeah. wasn't thinking like that either. <laughs> Yeah, like you thought maybe one one person could survive. I guess so. I, I don't know. I also, because of, like I was saying, with the usually the female character is the last one left alive, and I know that's a trope, and I know because this movie was from a while ago, it was probably going to be the case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Ripley, Ripley's a very strong character, and she deserves to live because she seems like the only smart person. Yeah. I really hated the other female character in the first Alien movie. She was just crying and screaming the whole time oh, and yeah. complaining about everything. Yeah. Oh, really annoyed me, frustrated me watching her. So what do you think of the crew in general in both of the films? Because I didn't like either of the crew. <laughs> either of the crews. I like the robot from the second one. Yeah. Uh, Bishop. Bishop. Yeah, he was he, great. Yeah, he was good. But yeah, there's just something about why does there have to be such a tropey set of misfits in, in these kind of movies? But then again, is it tropey? Yeah. But was it tropey for the time? Well, it's tropey in 2016 or 2017 when yeah. uh, the, uh, not Prometheus, the Alien Covenant comes out. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that... They're using the same sort of people. Yeah, they'll start off with a crew of about 10 people and they'll start off with, hey, why don't you uh, have some banter between the two of you to to establish some oh, emotional yeah. connection with the uh, with the audience but then why don't you also in kind of in the shadows kind of reveal some uh, some character flaws so that when you do inevitably be killed off by an alien attack uh it's kind of satisfying yeah <laughs> see so in alien and aliens i would have liked for there to be more of a likable crew at, uh -huh. at some point yeah but in 2017 or 16, I don't even know when Covenant came out. Was it this year? Uh, yes, this year. It's unforgivable how right. like how tropey that is now. Okay, yeah. After, what, six Alien films before it? Yeah. Not, or, not or five? Yeah, you're right. Like, not a lot of them were super likable that you wanted them to live exactly. Mm. I wanted Bishop to live, I would say. Yeah. Because he'd, she hated him first off because he was a robot and the robot in the first Alien movie betrayed her. Yeah. Um, I wanted Vanquez to live. Oh, did you? Because okay. she was like a badass. Oh, yeah. And she was just, and also one of my other least favorite characters, Hudson. Oh. All she does is just talk shit at him, which yeah. was good for me. I liked Hudson. I thought he was going to have his arc of redemption, yeah. but he didn't. I've got some notes <laughs> about that, about some Hudson later on <laughs> when, when we're done with Alien. Hudson, for people that don't remember the films, is the guy that goes, it's game over, man. It's game over. And he's always talking like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I did it, man. <laughs> well, I'll just, I'll talk about my note there. It's, yeah, okay. It, for some reason, that character really amped up the 80ness of the film. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, without him, it could have been timeless. But that was so, so 80s. I got some quotes here, actually, from... Um, this was the one that made me write this note in my phone after he said, um, 
Hey, maybe you haven't been keeping up on current events, but we just got our asses kicked, pal. <laughs> maybe you aren't keeping up with current events. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And uh, we're on an express elevator to hell going down. <laughs> so bad. And yeah, I just always thought that Game Over Man was a quote from a war movie for some reason. That's... Yeah, that was funny. We were watching that yeah. and I, neither of us knew that it was, that's where it was from. I swear it was from like the, the trenches yeah. of some war movie, but no, not even on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you were even like, um, hey, this guy sounds oddly familiar to that Game Over oh, guy. Yeah. Just because it's like cause the quote that everybody knows so well is, it's Game Over, man. It's Game Over. Like his inflection, yeah. his cadence, the fact that he says man. This guy's sprouting words like pal, buddy, and guy, and man throughout every <laughs> sentence. And, and he had the same thing. And I was like, this sounds familiar. Like I, I wrote in my note, very Game Over man. And then he said it. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Well, I, I called it, I suppose. I, I guess I liked him because he was a prick. But then, as he as he like realized the direness of the situation, he became sort of the, just the comic relief. Yeah, where he was like, "It's like an uh, it's like an ant ne- an ant nest, man. It's like ants don't have ne- nests, or like, ants don't have hives. That's bees, you idiot." It's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, you know what I mean. Should we should we move on to aliens then? Since we're kind of talking okay. about it. Yep. Um, my favorite character from the first movie made a small cameo appearance. Oh yeah. Which is my favorite thing in any sequels. Okay. If you, it, it just just a really likable character from the first one. And it only comes back for like only a couple minutes of screen time. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. Just a little like <laughs> hint. So um, my favorite character, Jones the Cat, uh, yeah. came back in the first <laughs> the first half hour of um, Aliens. Yeah. Um, and spoiler alert, is completely alive by the end of the movie. <laughs> so I expect to see it in Covenant when I watch that. <laughs> I expect to see Jones. Now Covenant... And Prometheus are prequels. Prequels, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have said that. Alien Isolation, then, the video game. Yeah, maybe. I hope Jones is in that. Maybe Jones is like a game mechanic. (laughs) Oh, like, you have to, like, you have to, like, stealth around and you can be Jones to go into, like, vents. Yeah, you can be players Jones. That'd be awesome. I fucking hate Burks. Burks? Burks is the guy that um, was Ripley's friend at the beginning and convinced her to go on the expedition and then was the one that betrayed her at the end. Oh, tried yes. to get her and Newt yeah. impregoed. Yeah, he's a bad person. It was a complete piece of shit, but do you think that the death was satisfying? No, you don't even see his death. You don't see his death, but it's satisfying knowing that he's definitely dead. Yeah. But also it could have been amped up a little bit more, I think. Yeah. Because you're really supposed to hate this guy. This guy is literally going to let a a 11-year-old girl die. Yeah. Just, just let me see a xenomorph actually tear yeah. into someone. You, the way xenomorphs always kill is you just see the mouth open. Yeah. And then you see the little, the second mouth open uh, and I, it comes out at them. I, I was kind of hoping you weren't going to say that so uh. I could slam dunk the joke, but uh. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you said mouth open and I was like, get ready to say the second mouth, Scott. <laughs> come on, wait for it. And then it will just, it'll come out very quickly and you'll see it impact on the face, but it's it's like a, like less than a second yeah and then it will cut away and you, normally it's in like a silhouette as well so yeah. it's not it's not satisfying you really really amp up the violence guys yeah. come on you've got the tenseness now bring in the violence now we pointed out a, a plot hole or like a a character motive a character action that we didn't quite understand mm-hmm. in the second one ripley goes back for the girl um newt yeah. she goes back to save her and we're like why why would you just like you would leave everyone else to die why would you go back for newt because yeah. she's clearly been taken by the alien. Why would you do it? I think it's because uh, Rip, 
watching the first one today, Ripley knows that the alien takes them to a nest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The second that I actually saw that Newt was alive yeah. and was like held in a nest, like ready to be like used as like a vessel. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, well, that's why she yeah. knows that. I, I just, yeah. you and I both at the time with like, why is she going back for everybody if that's the case? Yeah. There's also the, well, also we watched the special edition. Yes. In the original, in the theatrical, they don't have the uh, the scene where they talk about how Ripley's daughter died, like oh, her, okay. her biological daughter. Yeah, which Sigourney Weaver was furious about. Oh wow! Yeah, she was like, it ta- it completely takes away the motivation, the character connection between her and Newt. Yeah, the eleven year old girl. So we watched that with that in mind, and we still really didn't understand why she would have went back. Yeah, until we saw her. Yeah, and we were like, oh, of course. I mean, it does make sense in hindsight why why all that's happened. Yeah. And, it, and the, you yeah. know, it's like she's thinking of Newt as her own little girl and, you know, mother's love and mother's rage, stuff like that. And it leads to one of the coolest things on what we, both me and you agree, the ending of, of Aliens where um, Newt and Ripley are in the nest and they realise they're surrounded by eggs and you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then you realise that the queen is there because they have teased the queen, mm-hmm. but you don't know for sure if the queen is, if, if that was actually a thing, but... So when you see it, you're like, you've never been hinted that there is a queen alien. Yeah, but it is in your mind because they've talked about a queen, a possible queen. It was it was literally in the comedy bit that you were spouting yeah. about earlier, where they're like, "Come on, there's no there's no such thing as an ant hive. You know, ants have like a queen, and they yeah. all talk, and they all do things duties for the queen because yeah. they love the queen." And we, we just went, "Okay, it's irrelevant, weird dialogue." And then the queen bit got brought back. Yeah. And it was all worth it. Yeah. And then she fought it in a mech. Yeah. <laughs> and also, guys, now this is uh, this is my critical analysis happening. Yeah. Uh, do you notice how uh, at first Ripley didn't didn't uh, provoke the uh, provoke the eggs by flaming them? She oh, could yeah. have done it straight away. Yep. But uh, the uh, the connection between the mother and the eggs, eh? Yeah. The, and the mother of uh, Ripley's new daughter, Newt. Yeah. And uh, she didn't want to kill. She didn't want to kill a daughter. Yeah, didn't want to kill eggs. But then again, the, these people did almost kill her new daughter. So she did it at the end, and everyone else is probably just thinking, "Yeah, just go ahead and just like spout fire." And I'm critically out here thinking, <laughs> "No, no, no. There's a there's a there's a element of mother's love happening here, <laughs> you guys." We both loved it when when she appeared. Um, Ripley appeared in the mech. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, very cool. There was a bit in that scene that I hated, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely hated. Okay. Um, at the end, Ripley is able to hold onto a fucking ladder, right? Yep. While a mech suit, an actual alien queen, and also the vacuum of space itself is pulling against her. Yeah. And her wrist doesn't, like, disconnect from the rest of her body for some reason. Yeah. And she just pulls herself back up. The entire fucking vacuum of space is pulling against her. I nearly her. wanted to tell you, like, turn around and be a nerd and say, unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> the vacuum I, of space would kill. I was thinking <laughs> it as well. There was, it was, that was really weird. It's like, I was also thinking there would be no oxygen left in that room. It's gone. Yeah, completely, <laughs> completely evaporated in space. Um, I also wrote that I think it would have been cool to see how Newt survived in that hostile environment for so long. You know, the second that all the, the Marines get there, or the, the crew... They die instantly. Yeah. Like, they're, they're getting attacked by facehuggers left and right. Then they'll see a xenomorph and they'll just kill him. Newt was there for, like, at least a week just yeah. living in that little vent area. But yeah. guess what? Facehuggers are small enough to be able to crawl through those vents yeah. as well. Yeah. 
Maybe she just wasn't called... drawing attention to herself then, I it, guess. Yeah, it could have been. Like, But I just think that like there wasn't a real answer for how realistically she would have been able to survive there for that long. Yeah. And they just decided not to show it and hope that we didn't pick up on it. But yeah. that would have been cool to actually have a real, a realistic reason for why that could have happened. Mm. Um, so you did... Uh, extending the same question for the f- first Alien, did, what were your preconceptions for Aliens? Uh, that it was a bit more action-heavy. And and that's only because I told you, unfortunately, beforehand. <laughs> yeah, so. and that's okay. And I also had the expectation that this is good. I do. Okay. I, I did recall hearing that, you know, it the whole franchise turns to shit after the second one. Yeah. And the second one is considered... a. a great sci-fi movie right just as good yeah yeah just as good is what i normally is like what's the better movie between the first one and the second one and i think well like after watching the first one i'm thinking how could something else be better yeah you know like it'll be ripley versus aliens yeah how are they going to make that better but they did i really think i really like aliens more than alien yeah and i think you think vice versa uh now i said to you before the show that i think i liked the first one better and then you were like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think what I, upon thinking about that, if if I had been in the time when both these movies came out, I think I probably would have preferred the first one because like I said, it's like sort of my favorite things. It's sci-fi on a ship and it's a awesome badass female character kicking but ass. there's not enough emotional character attachments between Ripley and other people, <laughs> Ollie. You don't have queens. I don't know. I just thought, I just thought the I love the idea of horror movie on a spaceship. It's such a cool, awesome idea. Yeah, I think I definitely would have liked it. However, in 2017, knowing that or like it's just it's been done a lot since, um, I think I prefer this other one because it's actually kind of more entertaining. I prefer Alien okay. iPhone S because it's just <laughs> yeah more entertaining, more there's more, more things going on. Yeah, yeah, there's more things going on. You've got your you've got your queen. You've got your eggs that you haven't seen. You've got the the reveal that the queen was on the ship the whole time. Yeah. You've got your, I'm an android that can still be technically alive after being cut in half. Yeah. All that stuff was great. I think that Aliens could very well be my favorite sci-fi movie of all time. Wow. Yep. Better than, uh... Yep. Star Wars? No. (laughs) Well, my little notes here say, (laughs) I wrote, this could very well be my favorite sci-fi movie of all time. Maybe Barb, Back to the Future, and Empire Strikes Back. Maybe. Oh, wow. Uh, what about... Now you don't like gravity or interstellar. <laughs> Guys, I tolerated gravity <laughs> and I liked interstellar enough, but I don't think I'd watch it again in my own spare time. Oh, wow. Actually, I would if I had a good setup, but we, yeah. we currently don't have a good setup. No, we don't. I, I need to watch that in surround sound. So, yeah. So, where would you? Where are we going to rank these? Because we usually have our... Scott ranks old movies oh, yeah. and puts them on top of a chart. We did, didn't actually do that with Blade Runner. So I know that on the top of your chart right now is actually Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. followed by it's followed by Sweeney Todd and then The Princess Bride, and I can't remember the exact order after that. But I'm assuming Blade Runner and both these Alien movies are going to slot somewhere in those. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just quickly see if I've got a I've got a list of it somewhere. I feel like I remember writing these down. Well, those are your top three currently, anyway. Oh, here we go. Uh, I've got uh. I've got five. <laughs> okay. Have we done more than that? No, I think that's right. Sweeney Todd, uh, Princess Bride, Hush, From Dust Till Dawn, Boondock Saints. Oh, yeah, and Silence of the Lambs, which is your top. Did I make Silence yeah, of the Lambs better than Sweeney? Yeah, you did. So where are you going to put Aliens? Where uh, are you going to put Alien? And where are you going to put Blade Runner from the other week? Aliens is in number one spot. Wow. your favorite. So your favorite movie, classical movie that you've seen this year. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, man. 
Dude, I had a great time. Awesome. From top, even though it went for two and a half hours, and I was talking wow, shit yeah, about you. Yeah, you talking shit about Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It was just because better character motivation. Mm. So we got aliens in first spot, and then we'll probably keep uh, Silence of the Lambs. Uh huh. Um, and then we'll go with Sweeney Todd. Yeah. I'll keep Princess Bride. Yeah. Then I will keep Blade Runner. You like Blade Runner more than Alien? Yeah, I think I think on reflection I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, nothing, literally nothing against Alien. Like I just like Blade Runner. I just, yeah, like I I do want to watch that again. Yeah. More so than I want to watch Alien again. Okay. Yeah. And that could also just be because I feel like I need to watch Blade Runner again. Yeah. Because I, I don't think I gave it the benefit that it deserves. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then that's where I'm up to, right? So Aliens, Silence of the Lambs, Sweeney Todd, The Princess Bride, Blade Runner, Alien, Hush, from Dust Till Dawn and the Boondock Saints. Right. Okay. Oh, but Hush was so good, though. <laughs> you could put it above Alien. They're both, uh, they're both the female lead character kicking a bad guy's ass. Yeah. Yeah, but Alien had a really, real badass female character that was literally kicking the, the, yeah. the bad guy's ass. That's true. Hush was a bit more waiting around, hoping that you don't die, and then kicking ass at the end. <laughs> Fair enough. But one of them was disabled, so we a better representation on film. Cool, cool. All right, Great. so your top three is Aliens, Silence of the Lambs, and Sweeney Todd. Yeah, it's an interesting. Like... It's an interesting lineup. Yeah, it but... really is, isn't it? <laughs> Sweeney Todd. <laughs> yeah, but like Sweeney Todd yeah, is you, a great. You loved it. I loved it. I it loved the your... aesthetic. I loved the musical aspect. I'm still listening to My Friends every <laughs> once a week. Uh, my favorite song from the soundtrack. Cool. So yeah, that's it. We're, we're done for, for talking about Alien and Aliens. Yeah. Thanks, Ripley Scott. If only you didn't fuck up the series later on. Great. Let's go to another song now. This song is uh, one of my favorite songs from one of my second favorite album of 2015. This is Tame Impala with Disciples. Short and sweet, that was Tame Impala with Disciples from the 2015 album Currents. If anyone cares, my first favourite album of 2015 <laughs> was The Pimper Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> What's going on, Ol? Uh, we're going to play, we're going to play Critically Acclaimed or Critically Lame. It is that game where I want to test you with two little haikus. Okay, I've written... Two haikus this week, Scott. Yeah. One of them describes the plot synopsis, or in this this kind of week, a character synopsis almost, of two movies. One is a critically acclaimed film. One is a poorly received film. You tell me which one which, okay? Can do that. All right. So my first it. haiku is this one. Now, <laughs> I have a feeling it's not, I don't know. Let me, let me read them to you and I want to see your thoughts, okay? Okay. All right. Sad, lonely man endangers woman's life so that she will love him. Sad, lonely man endangers a woman's life so that she will love him. Yeah. Okay, I know what it is. Really? Yeah. Do the next movie. I don't think you do. I think I do. Okay, interesting. Actually, it would be good if you did. Yeah. Um, okay, next one is, Girl is credited with leading rebellion, but she just looked busy. <laughs> what? She just looked busy. Yeah. Like but as she, she just was, looked busy. As she was rebelling? She well, this person is credited with leading a rebellion, but she didn't do anything. She just looked busy. Can I guess what both of these movies are? Yeah, go ahead. Is the first movie the original Shrek and the second movie is Star Wars Rogue One? 
The second movie is Star Wars yeah. Rogue One. The first movie is not the original Shrek. Lord Farquaad puts the oh, princess man in life. into the castle so that she will love no, him. I've, I've, no. and, then, and then the prince of shining armor, who she thinks is going to be Prince Charming, turns out <laughs> to be big old ugly Shrek Mike Myers. <laughs> Get out of Miss Swamp. Did you know I've done Shrek before? Have you? Yeah. Oh. I, it was a bestiality joke, I think. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that I got one of yeah, those. So I think, you I think got... that's the first time I've actually correctly guessed a movie before yeah, you've done I, it. I kind of thought you would get this one. It was kind of a dig at Rogue One. We <laughs> Here at Ignorance is this. We don't like Rogue One. No. And, um, we don't think um, Felicity Jones, what's her character's name? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> I was just going to say that. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Um, She's yeah, dead. She didn't do anything in the film, in our opinion. Uh-huh. Um, but she's credited with, you know, leading the rebellion. So basically, I just wanted to give you kind of two shitty characters, but, you know, they're, so, like, they're, they're both <laughs> shitty characters, and I wanted you to just kind of say, hey, they're both kind of bad people. Okay, so, so have I seen the first movie? No. Okay, well. But um, this is the plot of Passengers with oh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence and Chris Pratt, a sad, lonely man in James woman's life so that she will love him. Chris Pratt awakens on the spaceship by an accident, and he's and the spaceship is everyone's in cryosleep. They're supposed to be sleeping, aren't they? Yeah, they're supposed to be in cryosleep. He accidentally awakens for some reason, and they've still got another ninety years for, on their trip. But because oh. he's lonely, he wakes her up too. Oh come on, he, Chris because Pratt! He, because he finds her attractive. You're better than that, Chris Pratt. Yeah, I just think that's kind of a shitty character. Yeah, and she ends up falling in love with him, even though he endangered her life just because he thought she was hot. I wonder if that has a happy ending because if they're supposed to be like going uh, from A to B, that takes a hundred years. If you want me to tell you, I can tell you, it does. I don't want to watch it, so you can go yeah, ahead. Yeah, no, I don't, it's thirty percent Rotten Tomatoes. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like the the film's idea. Uh-huh. Um, she ends up staying on the ship with him. And I think at the end of the movie, it cuts to 90 years later when all the other people wake up and they find their sort of shack where they've been living on the spaceship mm. and they've loved each other for till they grow old. Are they actually skeletons and they're like hugging each other? <laughs> Probably. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it a shame that out of these two movies, Rogue One is the critically acclaimed? I know, yeah. Rogue One is doing very well. I think 89% or something along Ooh, the lines. That's not what it should have. <laughs> but that's okay. Cool. I yeah. mean, we powered through that segment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote these ones and I was like, you're going to get these. But I just want to, you know, allude to the fact that both this is at the core what both of these movies are, mm-hmm. even though they're trying to sell you a different idea. Oh, come on, mate. Don't take my, my good moment away from me. You know? <laughs> no, don't yeah, don't tell me you fine. knew you were going to get it. I thought I was very smart. <laughs> All right. Fuck Rogue One. <laughs> hey, it's time for my it's segment It's worse now. than Revenge of the Sith. Morally, morally, world's worst It's time for pet peeves. <laughs> Guys, it's time for pet peeves, and that means that it's time for me to go on a rant about something I don't like in Great. cinema. Is it Rogue One? It, it has Star Wars. Oh, wow. It's a Star Wars video game, actually. Ooh. I've got two examples of video games and one example of a movie. Okay. <laughs> now, one of the other reasons why I thought about doing Alien and Aliens this week is because last week when we were doing our episode on Blade Runner, yeah. I actually prepared a pet peeve segment which had an Aliens moment in that pet peeve segment. Yeah. So it was fresh in the noggin. Yeah. It was on top of the dome. Oh, okay. So when we were watching it, I was kind of keeping an eye out for it, and I did tease to Ollie. I was like... Ollie, this bit's going to be my segment tomorrow. <sighs> and he was like, well, what's wrong with any of that? And I was like, just you wait to find out, you idiot. So I don't like it when um, technically the film sucks. 
<laughs> and I mean technically in the way that like timing, timing of things are off. Okay. Or there's if for, this is mostly examples with dialogue, where dialogue is supposed to be happening. There's a, it's called the paused interrupt. Yeah. Where they are supposed to be saying something and then they're supposed to get interrupted. But the timing is off that there's like a beat in between. Oh. So they'll be like, hey, man, don't get over there or I'll kill you. But then kill you gets cut off by someone else saying, hey, don't talk to my son that way. Yeah. But in the actual edit, it's like, hey, there, don't go over, kill my son. Hey, don't talk to my son that way. Or whatever. There's like oh, a beat okay. in between. Yeah. And it's just really bad. So it's edited bad. So I got some examples here. <laughs> Two of them are from video games, yep. and one of them's from Aliens. So let's start with Aliens. Ollie, if you would like to spin that microphone around and come I'm here, come because there have is... a little watch this video. There is a visual aspect of this. And Kai. Um, it's, you see him react to yep. supposed to be hearing something in his little headset, but he reacts like a second and a half too early. Okay. This is in one of the most critically acclaimed movies of all time. They allowed this to go through. Move it, Spunkmeyer. We're rolling. Hold on a second. There's something. Just get up here. I'm in. Hold on a second. Yeah. There's something. And then it, there's a. He's supposed to wait for her to interrupt him. Yeah, so he says. Just hold on, there's something. And then he cuts himself off because in the edit, the the person that's flying the plane is supposed to say, just get up here. Yeah. But that audio clip doesn't happen for another, like, two seconds. Right. So he's just looking around being like, who said that? But nobody said that at that yeah. point. That sucked. And that's, that's a really great example of, like, how badly <laughs> this can be shit. Yeah. Uh, this is in my favorite Sonic game, uh, <laughs> uh, Sonic, Sonic Adventures 2. Faker. I think you're the fake hedgehog around here. You're comparing yourself to me? Huh, you're not even good enough to be I'll my- I'll make you eat those words. You're not even good enough to be my- I'll, I'll make, make you, you eat, eat those, those words. words. <laughs> he's like, you're not even enough to be my fake. And he's already speaking. They're supposed to interrupt each other, but they don't <laughs> cut it. They just let the con they just let the sentence roll on. I have a feeling it's not a good video game, probably. Oh, you don't think the Sonic Adventure 2 is good? Is it? Is it not? I, I don't, don't know. know. Let's have a look. Sonic <laughs> Adventure 2. Seems just like it would be easier to fix something like that in a movie within the edit than it would be a video game. Uh, Steam seemed to like it. Okay. Maybe it's a good video game um, with bad voice acting. Yeah. That's what it is. It actually got pretty good scores. Okay. Interesting. But how good were those graphics? Guys, if you're listening to this and you want to see what we're talking about, uh, just type in, I'll make you eat those words into YouTube and you'll find it. Um, <laughs> and this is uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight Academy, which is also a video game. This isn't a great example, but I'm going to play it because I looked for this for a week. Okay. <laughs> so, so here we go. I'm not the one you should be apologizing to. It's no big deal. You said yourself this wasn't a competition. Hey, it was just a joke. I didn't think it would... If that droid was set to... <laughs> yeah. I don't think it would... If that droid... I reckon that that probably happens a lot worse in, like, other video games. Just where, like, the scene isn't rendering properly or the scene isn't playing properly. Yeah. So it's like, oh, my God, I didn't know you would... Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm surprised that there aren't more Sonic examples. Yeah. I feel like Sonic <laughs> Sonic's a great game where that kind of shit would happen. Uh-huh. Hey, that brings me to the end of my pet peeve segment. Oh. Which brings the... us to the end of the show. Oh, the end of the show show. Guys, we did it. We talked about Alien, and we even managed to keep the time this week. Wow. <laughs> How this is that? Am literally amazing. We talked about two films. Yeah. We got through two segments, and Whoa. we played two songs. 
Whoa. In time. That's absolute. That's never happened before. We are getting so good at this. <laughs> um, Episode 27, I think. Yeah. We've, we've finally peaked. Planet Broadcasting, if you're out there, you want a real professional podcast on your network. Uh, yeah. Hit us up. <laughs> uh, let's do plugs. Yeah. What's your pluggies? So if you'd like to get in contact with us, it's very easy to do so. You can just head over to Facebook dot com slash ignorance is this podcast if you'd like to get in contact via twitter it's at ignorance at ignorance <laughs> at ignorance is pod and you can email us as well same as the facebook one which is ignorance is this podcast at gmail.com we've also got a youtube channel where we put up some uh, video content every now and then we're planning on doing some more of that once uni's finished yeah and uh you can find that link through those other social networking websites. Well, Ollie, how do you want to end this show out? Usually we end on a haiku. I haven't oh. prepared one this week, though. It's you. It's Which your turn to prepare a thing. I've actually prepared one yeah. this time. Now, this one is about... I was tossing up whether to write about uh, alien or aliens. Yeah. And I thought, let's just talk about a, a real political issue. Okay, I'm a bit known to be on the politically correct side of things, so I'm t- I'm using my platform <laughs> to uh, to speak out against an issue I feel very strongly about. Yep, this is my haiku for this week. Why are we forced to hate xenomorphs? We love Stitch. It's space racism. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just making a political point here. Yeah, I'm saying that like. <laughs> Oh, oh, just because Snitch is kind of like cute and cuddly, yeah. we're, we're supposed to just hate the Xenomorphs? <laughs> you know, xenophobia yeah. is, uh, is a word that means something about racism. Which maybe we shouldn't say on the air because we don't know exactly what that is right now. We seem very ignorant as this. <gasps> Goodbye, Australia. Goodbye. <laughs>